in God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, welcome to worship as beloved people of God. Our prayer today is, Show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. From Psalm 25, verse 4. I'm Pastor Mark Hall from United Lutheran Church in Prairie Farm. And just to call your attention to one thing this morning, uh, <clears throat> due to health, public health recommendations regarding public gatherings, the decision was made to change our harvest supper this year into a drive-through bake sale. And the Harvest Supper Committee invites anyone who would like to help with baking items to reach out to Carol Abiel or Jen Steyer. Let them know what you'd like to contribute. Uh, the baked items plan will be sent out in the coming newsletter here this week. And uh, also there will be an order form with that. And the order form deadline for making orders for baked items for those who would like to support this bake sale. The order form is due on October 10th. So thank you in advance for your help with this. And we look forward to congregation uh, coming together to do this alternative event this fall. Thank you very much. We are now in the season of the church year that focuses on the mission Christ calls us to, empowered by the Holy Spirit given at Pentecost. And we hear the Spirit's call to live our lives with the same mind and the same love as Christ. Rather than self-seeking, the mind and love of Christ is self-giving. And so St. Paul reminds us, let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. And before we hear our scripture readings today, let us pray the prayer of the day. God of love, giver of life, you know our frailties and failings. Give us your grace to overcome them. Keep us from those things that harm us and guide us in the way of salvation through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our scripture reading, the first reading, comes from Philippians. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interest of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. Being born in human likeness and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your, your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. 
And then our gospel reading today, and this is the gospel reading I've chosen for Confirmation Sunday. Jesus, that comes from Matthew chapter 16. Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world, but forfeit their life? On this Confirmation Sunday, we celebrated the affirmation of baptism for six of our young people from United Lutheran Church at our 9 o'clock drive-in service. We celebrated for Carson, Nevia, Cole, Colin, Paige, and Peyton. And the thing we celebrate really comes from those words of St. Paul in Philippians, where Paul writes, God who is at work in you. In baptism, you and I were marked with the cross of Christ and sealed with the Holy Spirit forever. The Holy Spirit is that holy energizer who keeps working in you and me and each of us that we might be encouraged in our life in Christ, that we might experience Christ's love for us and that love might shape our lives so that we might know the joy of living the abundant life. Jesus Christ shows his love for us by humbling himself, by emptying himself, dying on the cross for us and rising from the grave, that nothing in this world could ever separate us from his love, not even death. In Jesus dying and rising, he shows us the way to a life that is truly life, the life of the baptized. And today we were reminded in the affirmation of baptism about Martin Luther's own words about our baptism live daily. Martin Luther explained in the small catechism, baptism signifies that the old person in us with all sins and evil desires is to be drowned and die through daily sorrow, sorrow for sin, and through repentance turn back to Jesus. Living our baptism daily acknowledges that all people, you and me included, have desires that can hurt ourselves and others. When Luther points out sinful desire, it is another way of saying that everyone has the impulse to be self-serving, self-centered, which is the primary reason relationships become broken and damaged. We have all heard the phrase, he's full of himself or she's full of herself. The point is there is no room to live God's way if we are full of ourselves. When we were baptized into Christ Jesus, we were claimed by God, and God never stops working in us, freeing us over and over from selfish ambition and conceit for a life, the abundant life of looking out for the needs of others. Those words from Philippians are really a hymn. And I'd just like to repeat that again. The same mind is this. It is the mind of Christ we are called to who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord 
to the glory of God the Father. These words from Paul's letter to the church at Philippi are really an ancient Christ hymn. It is a kenosis hymn, a hymn that tells the story of our Christian faith is centered in God's incarnation in his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus entered our lives willingly at the darkest places in order to break their hold on us and free us from their grip. Since much of Paul's letter is written in joyful gratitude and a spirit of affection for people at Philippi, it is significant that Paul makes this hymn such a centerpiece of his letter. Most of the letter is focused on practical and personal matters having to do with the life of the church, the church at Philippi. Paul came to this Roman community on his second missionary tour, and people at Philippi were dear to Paul. The Philippi congregation was really a great church, successful, ambitious, helpful, and Paul was keenly aware also of what happens if we become focused on ourselves and our own abilities and strengths. Spiritually, things may not go well. And so Paul included this Christ hymn, this kenosis hymn, because Paul was concerned that they not become self-absorbed, that their success not become a cause for self-sufficiency, that their strength not turn into this attitude of self-importance, that their significance not lead to self-centeredness. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ. That's what he calls the congregation to. And so this is our call too. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. He emptied himself. He took the form of a slave. This emptying, kinao in Greek, emptied himself, means literally to pour out, to empty out. This is the thinking that Paul calls the church to. This is the mind that Paul calls the church to at Philippi, the mind of Christ, the life of Christ. Christ poured out his power and glory. He emptied it all out in order to serve you and me. We have all heard the phrase, he's full of himself, she's full of herself, as I mentioned earlier. And there is no room for God there. A while back I read uh, about Josh Ripley in the Twin City newspaper. Josh was an Andover, Minnesota high school uh, student. He was on the cross-country team in a cross-country race with other high schools. In the middle of the race, he saw one of the competitors from Lakeville South High School lying on the ground, hurt and bleeding, a gash in his ankle from another runner's spike. Josh went over and picked up this injured runner whom he had never met. His name was Mark Polaskas, and he carried Mark a half mile until he found a Lakeville South High School coach. This act of kindness and compassion stunned Mark as Josh was carrying him. And then eventually, Mark ended up at the doctor for 20 stitches in his ankle. Mark said, he, he just picked me up and ran with me. It's amazing. He stopped his race just to help me. 
Josh Ripley has gotten a lot of attention about this for pouring himself out like that. But Josh said, I don't really think I am deserving of that, but I'm flattered. I just give glory to God. Josh's coach, Scott Clark, says that Josh has always been uncommonly considerate ever since he has known him. Josh said he hoped to join the military someday. A news article also mentioned Josh's connection with his church in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, where he serves and helps others. The mind of Christ forming here in the mind and life of Josh Ripley. Josh is not full of himself. He emptied himself. He poured himself out that day in that cross-country race. Christ lives in Josh Ripley. And so it is that we are called to have the mind of Christ, to do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others better than ourselves. Let each of you, Paul said, look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. C.C. Miggs expresses this well in a song called Others. Others, Lord, yes, others, let this be my motto. Help me live for others that I may live for thee. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, in the mystery of your passion, through your death and resurrection, you are at work in us to make us and all things new. Day by day, transform our minds so that your love may be at work in our lives. Help us to turn away from selfishness and to turn toward your cross-shaped way of self-giving with humility, looking out for the needs and interests of other people around us. We pray your blessing on those who are confirmed today, Carson, Nevia, Cole, Colin, Paige, Peyton. Grant them with a growing faith, so that as they follow you, they will know the joy of the abundant life you give. Our lives belong to you, O God, and we are aware today of those who are most vulnerable and pray for their needs, for all youth and children, those who are abused or neglected, the hungry or exploited, the bullied or lonely, that they might be loved and protected. We pray too for those who are firefighters, for relief workers, for healthcare workers, for scientists, working on a vaccine for all essential workers. We pray for their protection, for encouragement, for energy to do their work. Oh God, you are with us in the midst of our lives, in our communities, in our cities and country. We pray for the leaders of our country. We pray for decisions that are just, to lead to peace, to the well-being of all people protecting the dignity of all. And we pray too for health and wholeness, for all who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. We pray for those suffering from coronavirus and those from our own community that we name before you. Colleen, Songhee, Lucille, Terry, Brett, Ruth, Leroy, Larry, Bonnie, Gary, Adele, John, Barb, for healing and hope 
and we remember today too all those who grieve the loss of loved ones comfort them and bring them hope we know lord jesus christ you are the risen one and you went ahead of us into the grave and defeated the powers of sin and death and the evil one we remember those who have died especially those most dear to us inspire us to live our lives in resurrection hope and of that day we'll be reunited with those who have gone before us and now we pray the prayer our lord taught us our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen now may the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord look upon you with favor and give you peace in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen <laughs>